0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Hacks Weekly number six. The title of this edition is We Are Still, in parentheses, really early. So let's start with the first concept. If you aren't invested in crypto, it's tempting to look at the price of Bitcoin. It's over $40,000 and Ethereum over $3,000 and come to the conclusion that you've missed a boat. It's already super expensive, so I must be late to the party, right? Plus, it looks kind of scary, and I hear there are huge price drops. Hmm. I'm not going to be the sucker. I'll pass. Thanks. This week's concept is the adoption curve and the importance of perspective. So I include a a graph here of the adoption curve, which kind of looks, is known as the S curve. It looks um, like um, like 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 basically an S, where you have that curve in the beginning, where uh, takeoff is pretty slow, kind of an inflection point, and then a quick rise at the top. So the adoption curve represents the standard rate of adoption for new technology. In the beginning of a technology's life cycle, only people like you, your weird neighbor who's always fiddling with new stuff in the basement use it. As Chris Dixon wrote in his iconic piece from 2013, what the smartest people, the innovators, which are the people that are in the early part of the adoption curve, do on the weekend is what everyone else does in 10 years. As more and more people latch on adoption slowly accelerates until that technology is universal and we can't imagine life without it this happened with electricity cars computers mobile phones um you know now you can't imagine your life with a mobile phone but you know 15 years ago um, or maybe a little bit longer uh, ago uh, some people had it but life went on without it and this is now happening again with crypto The hard part in all this is identifying where technology is on the adoption curve at any given time. Our immediate instinct is to use price as an indicator. But without perspective, price is relative and can play tricks on our brain. What's expensive today might be exceedingly cheap tomorrow. For example, did you know that Amazon was $10 in 1997, went up to $110 in 1999 during the height of the dot-com boom, and then crashed back down to $10 in 2001? In 99, you might have thought that adoption had been completed, you know, after all, how many more books were there to sell online? And you would have been even more convinced in, that you were right in 2001 when the, pr- the price went down. But zooming out, and there's a picture here of the Amazon stock chart, you would have been really wrong about the reach of the internet because that kind of boom and bust cycle is just a blip on the chart now that Amazon is, you know, somewhere around $3,500 per share. So if we don't use price, how should we guesstimate where crypto is an adoption curve? A better proxy is users. In this amazing piece that's called Am I Too Late for Bitcoin, which I link in the p- in the edition, uh, Crocius BTC makes the case that BTC adoption is somewhere between um, 0.1% to 8.5%, probably somewhere closer to the to the shorter end of that spectrum, or the smaller end. Willy Woo uh, shows in this tweet below why Bitcoin at the moment is roughly where the internet was in 1997 based on how many users uh, are using it? So all the data suggests that while we're that we're that we're still early, likely the early adopter phase, which is the phase right after uh, innovators, with the next twelve months potentially representing a transition to the early maturity phase, which is where we really start to see takeoff. And it makes sense, right? Crypto has the potential to digitally redesign hugely valuable uh, pieces of society's legacy infrastructure, including monetary supply banking, contract and property rights, company formation, computing, and more, which in aggregate are easily several trillions of dollars in value. And this doesn't even include new opportunities like digital art, virtual property, etc. So the million dollar question, and yes, pun intended, that I know you're asking, all that sounds great, but what does that mean for price? The honest answer is no one knows. If anyone says otherwise, they're lying. But we can speculate based on trends and for fun and i tend to agree with Croesus btc below that most of the upside in crypto and bitcoin remain so below i have this image that basically says anyone this is directly from his piece uh, anyone who is considering storing some of their hard-earned money in bitcoin asks themselves am i early or late invariably everyone feels late when they arrive there are endless examples of people lamenting how late they were in 2011 or 2013 or 2016 when bitcoin's price was five dollars a hundred dollars and six hundred dollars respectively like with any growing community where scarce, scarce real estate is involved, newcomers are envious of the claims that people have already secured without realizing that the people who have yet to come will be envious of them. This phenomenon holds true when every frontier develops. For example, latecomers to the California gold rush would have been disappointed to find the rich gold fields already spoken for and might have settled instead for a few hundred acres of ranch land now easily worth a fortune. So at the heart of the sentiment is a fear that there is more upside left. No more money to be made by staking claim to what's still available. If you, if you zoom out a bit, for Bitcoin to achieve gold 2.0 status as it's often billed, it would have to hi, uh, hit a $13 trillion market cap, which is basically the value of all gold in the world put together, which nets out to a little bit over $600,000 a coin, a healthy 15x upside from where Bitcoin is today. And keep in mind that typically the digital equivalent greatly exceeds the value of the physic of its physical counterpart because it can do everything better cheaper faster and to more users think of streaming video versus dvds so in fact many experts view crypto as the ultimate exponential asset because it's based on a network which grows exponentially uh, sorry the net- networks grow exponentially and it, it's, its value is derived from the network and that the proper way to look at price is on a log-based scale, not linear one. When you look at Bitcoin through the stock-to-flow model on a log scale, and I have a picture of this in the piece below, not only do you see the prior crashes now appear as small blips, you see a, a trend line emerge that shows that the large part of the value ahead of us is really ahead of us. And in the, in the stock-to-flow model, you'll, you'll see that according to the model, we're going to be hitting $100,000 in the next... You know a few months and then a million dollars probably in about four to five years per coin so remember why pr- prices may seem relatively high and fluctuate like crazy we're still really early in crypto's mainstream adoption first gradually then suddenly two themes in our mind so the first one is what the f happened yesterday with walmart and litecoin well so there's good news there's a TikTok in our edition that we made that showed um everything that happened but i'll break it down for you guys really quickly here Um, so basically what happened is some small media outlet um, put out some news that walmart had reached an agreement to accept litecoin which is this you know this alternate cryptocurrency that really is just kind of a clone of bitcoin with a few different like parameters like instead of 21 million coins it has 42 million coins but in the crypto community it's always been treated as this this thing that's Basically useless and probably will go to zero, but it basi- but effectively the announcement said that Walmart had uh, um, allowed users to pay in Litecoin. and Litecoin price shot up like 25% right off the announcement and the rest of the crypto market also went up qu- quite, quite a bit. And then Walmart came out like 20 minutes later and said, hey, this is not true. And Litecoin prices came crashing back down just with the rest of the crypto market. Um, and then, um, you know, a bunch of these news outlets that had posted um, this, like CNBC and Yahoo that had posted that just kind of blindlessly retweeted the um, initial news had to kind of recant their stories. So, you know, look, there's plenty of regulation still coming and, and needed in crypto. But I think what this shows us is that this is yet another reminder of how early we are in crypto when this kind of stuff can actually happen. The second thing um, is um, at the state of the NFT markets. Um, the one and only Zeneca33, who's a great follow, uh, shared his thoughts on the current state of the markets. Uh, and if you don't know what NFT is, I have a link to our one of our earlier editions on, uh, on that. Um, number two, Hacks Week number two. So a couple key takeaways uh, from uh, Zeneca's piece. One is the comparisons he makes to how early we are in NFTs um, and the different use cases that are possible. Um, can generally be applied to crypto as well. Um, There are so many applications um, that have yet to be crypto-pilled that where we are now will likely be a small blip five or ten years uh, from now on the adoption curve. Um, The second thing is, look, no one knows where we are in the market cycle. We can debate about our opinions. I personally believe NFTs will stagnate in USD value, but underperform ethereum if and when ethereum goes up over the next six months um, but the meta point is this invest in projects that they that you love that that you believe will have staying power over years not days or months and just hold three things to check out very quickly there's a really interesting under the radar piece of news this week about a college athlete jalen clark who who launched own cryptocurrency um, called JRock? First of all, amazing ticker. But more importantly, this is a sneak peek of the future. Uh, Jalen plans to provide t- token holders um, with, with uh, ticket giveaways and in- exclusive content. And as and when larger creators uh, do this, you'll see amazing things happen when incentives finally become aligned between creators and, fa- and fans thanks to crypto. And both um, as token holders can share in the upside um if you've been meaning to go deeper in nfts but aren't sure where to start kevin rose has a new nft only podcast called proof um kevin's super connected in the space he's the one who sold the fidenza nft we discussed in edition number four for two and a half million dollars so it's a great way to get a peek behind the covers uh, of what's up and coming in the nft scene Uh, and then last but not least. you know, cryptos is all about memes, so I had to include a crypto dog meme, this time from the PleaserDAO, who bought a picture of the famous Shibu Inu, the dog who, um, which the Shiba coin is based off of, for $5.5 million, and then fractionalized the picture, and they, they announced that fractionalization through an awesome dog dancing video. So check out the edition, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this, and I'll see you guys next week.